Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome! To Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, December 11th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the engaged one at Tim Gettys. Let Tim host from home. Not feeling too well. Want to make sure we're staying safe. So I'm staying home today. Uh, It's weird, Greg. It's weird being on the wall. Have you, escal- you, uh, you uh, talk to me? You, you're under the weather. You, you, have, you feel something brewing. Just a where, tingle in the Where throat. is our anxiety of it being uh, the vid? Of it being you're off, oh, the, you're off the map for the next two weeks? I'm, vi- I, I'm doubtful of that. I'm into like being extra safe zone right now. Sure, I appreciate that. You know what that. I mean? I just woke up and I was like, ah, something doesn't feel right. So I was like, I, I got to play it safe. But I mean, be, I did, those, did those new Smash Spirits drop? Is that really why you stayed home? What's going on? Those aren't out yet, Greg. Okay. Those aren't out yet. Fair enough, fair enough. Some new new Pokemon's dropped, though. There it is. That's what for he's that. doing. Wandering DLC. around San Francisco looking for Oh, and Scarlet and Violet I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. Walking around his house. Yeah. DLC Pack 2 is dropping in two days, Greg. Really excited about this one. I'm sure you are. I'm mm-hmm. sure you are. How are you, Tim? Other than being I'm good, safe. man. It has no. been a weekend of gaming. Yeah? So much of it. Oh, yeah. A lot of uh, Fortnite. Ooh. Whoa! I can't wait to talk about that. Okay. Well, Fortnite Festival and Rocket Racing. Yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about those later. Played through the entirety of the Final Fantasy 16 um, Echoes of the Fallen DLC okay. that was shadow dropped at the uh, Game Awards. Yeah. Which was very exciting. Didn't expect them. I knew it was coming, but didn't expect them to be like, it's out today. It's about four hours of more Final Fantasy 16, which not going to complain about. Sure. Uh, sure. Very, very, very cool boss fight at the end. Uh, great time. And man, Ben stars, Clive, come the fuck on getting more of that. Just, it's just amazing. I Great got to hang out with him around. a lot at the game wars. I saw a lot of, uh, uh, Ben down there. Good guy, good outfit, mm-hmm. uncomfortable shoes. So he switched in other shoes and then carried his other shoes in a bag. And I was like, I Classy can, move. we can put that bag somewhere. He's like, now nah, I'm going to hold on to it. like, all right, whatever you want to do, man. Yeah. I respect that. Uh, a lot of PlayStation portaling half of oh, my, um, oh, yeah. playing on, uh, for final fantasy. I played half of it down in the theater. And then I was like, eh, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. And I was like, I'll bring the portal with me just in case. Oh, then yeah, I made yeah. it up there. I was like, I'm going to keep going, man. Oh, and yeah, it, it was did. great. Had an awesome experience with that, with all that. But yeah, overall very, very, Oh, and avatar. I played uh, a cut, like maybe three hours of avatar. Gorgeous game. Yeah. Utterly gorgeous game. Don't love some of the, the, the feeling of it. It just doesn't feel right to me, okay. uh, but that's all it's been how far Wait, games wh- are. Okay, so you're talking about like the shooting mechanics and the traversal, or you're talking about like the open worldness like, checklist? Or I mean, it's kind of a combination of all of it. it. It's just so beautiful to be in it that I, I really enjoy that. But like the entire first like 30 minutes is essentially a like 
crouching tutorial but like they just turned that into the game because uh, you're 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 a tall blue guy you, you know are a tall mean? blue you're, guy you're just, yeah, yeah. There's the, you're, you're a so impossibly blue so impossibly blue <laughs> so you have to go through the tiny little doors and yeah. there's just a lot of them so there's just a lot of like walking and crouching and walking and crouching and i was like i get what y'all are doing here <laughs> like so it's will supposed your, to build tension but it didn't work too well for is me. your love of avatar going to pull you through this experience or is you the know, far cry of going to keep you away so far i i haven't decided one way or the other i'm still uh playing the the ubisoft connect thing gets me really excited because i started playing on playstation connect. but andy's been like dude you got to try it on pc because the ultra ride support and how beautiful the game is yeah. and now that i've seen it run i'm like I, I think i'm gonna need to to try that out and it's completely like cross compatible so i'm excited to dive into that because i'm sure it's going to work absolutely flawlessly um but I, I say that sarcastically, but hopefully it actually does because I've been surprised recently at things working when I didn't expect them to. It but will. The no, really, it does. It works for cool, Assassin's man. Creed all the time. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, the game's really, really interesting, though. Like, the, it, it's Avatar, man. Like, it is kind of, like, impressive how much they pulled it off. Like, when you – there's the moment, like, the Breath of the Wild moment of, like – or, like, the Fallout moment of, of leaving and seeing everything for the first time. Sure. And it is incredibly impressive. Like the music swell, and then you get out and you just see the 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 colors everywhere. I'm like, damn man, they went all out with this. And then uh, the story beat so far, I'm like, it's pretty by the numbers, but it's compelling. It's very. You're such an Avatar fan. Like, you got to roll credits on this, Tim. I, I you got to. My problem is the story would have to keep me going, and right now it just feels like a B movie version of Avatar, which I, I'm not against. Totally yeah. not against. Yeah. But it's like oh, I've kind of been there, done that, seen this before. Got it. Um, but it, if I feel like I'm getting close to the point where I'm like, all right, cool, I'm gonna have to do this a thousand more times, and like that, that's when I might be out. Um, but it's it's really cool. I'm I'm surprised at how cool it is. It in some ways is exactly what I expected it to be. In others, I'm like, damn, this is a lot more like prestige than I expected it to be. Okay, okay, I appreciate that. What about you? What about me? How like how was my weekend? Mm-hmm. It was terrible, Tim. Yeah. Why? You. You and a number of different people who watch the Game Awards. Ladies and gentlemen, I won a Game Award in 2015. Yeah. One of the greatest achievements of my professional career. Probably my best night in the business. And I did that and I won that award and I gave that speech and I changed the trajectory of my life of kind of funny. For most of you as you're watching kind of funny right now and you're probably an engaged fan. And it was one of those, what a great thing. What a great chapter. What a great book to put on the shelf I'll probably never have a Game Awards moment like that again. And then 2023 came along, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin, please roll the footage so everybody is up to speed on what they're about to get yelled at about. <laughs> I think he's going to show a teaser for this experiment he was working on, this second project from last year, right? It's going to be horror. We've all wanted a horror game for Hideo Kijima. It's in association with Jordan Peele. Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> God! This guy's bringing it. What you're working on? I'm... Oh, wait, wait! Oh, oh Greg oh, nailed it! Oh, Greg nailed it! Greg fucking nailed it! He nailed it! How did Greg know? Everyone, please welcome Jordan Peele. How the to fuck the did Greg box. know? Holy shit! I think he's going to show a teaser now. 
I did it, ladies and gentlemen. I came What'd out you do? and crushed this Game Awards prediction. Beat for fucking beat. Nailed it. Then they show me on camera. This should be a win for all of kind of funny. For you at home, and especially go back wide, Kevin. For you, Tim, watching here. But what that clip doesn't show is that as soon as it ends, you look at the camera and start yelling, how did you know, Greg? What did you know, Greg? What did you know? So when I'm there basking, it's, I mean, Larry in studios is coming over. Anthony Mackie is coming over. They're saying, great job, Greg. Great prediction. This is why you're the best. This is why you're trending gamer. This is why you're the one, the one not problematic trending gamer. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. You know, Jeff came over. And he's like, wow, just amazing. I open my phone. And rather than the adulation, the pats on the back, the celebration, the fact that I should walk into the streets of Los Angeles and be paraded around on everyone's shoulders for nailing a game prediction. I met with, well, how did you know you cheated? This is fake. And clearly I thought, well, this is only happening on Twitter where the trolls live. I went back and I watched the Twitch archive. I watched the YouTube archive. Everyone there goes from, oh, wow, oh, wow, oh, wow, to Greg cheated, Greg cheated, Greg cheated. Greg knew, Greg knew, Greg knew. How did he know? And I'm going to answer how I knew, all right? It's called skills, and it's called brain, Tim. All right? I have Great. both of those things. I just put together the pieces. I listened to the Brain Structure podcast, saw Jordan Peele on there multiple times, said, that's interesting. I look, I look at Jordan Peele's uh, article saying he'd like to make a game at some point. That's interesting. I see Hideo Kojima on the Game Awards stage 2022. 2022 saying... Here's Death Stranding 2, DS2. We're working on something else, but it's experimental. It's kind of a game. It's kind of not. Maybe you'll hear about it one day. And I said, this is the point. This is the time. This is the turning point. I have had my character assassinated here. All right? My triumph ripped away from me. And it won't stand, ladies and gentlemen. All right? I want you to know there was a question from Anonymous because they're a coward, of course. They don't want their name attached to this besmirching of the Greg Miller name that says, Greg, the world needs to know. Did you pull a fast one like Jeremy Dunham from the Beyond Era and predict something you already knew? Or should we all kneel before you and accept you as our all-knowing God? Anonymous, you motherfucker, that's the exact point. This is, I can't believe you knew that story. Because that's the thing. Kind of funny. Shooting star company, all right? Getting new people in here all the time and I said, maybe they didn't see Beyond. Maybe they don't know that in the founder days, me, Jeremy Dunham, Chris Roper, Jeff Haynes, right? The four of us in there. Even I'm talking about four Clements even joined. The, the, Jeremy would come out and he would make predictions, call himself Nostradamus, and sometimes he would throw in a prediction that he knew was true that he had heard was going to happen. And I, we, have said it, we have said it from day one on Kind of Funny, ladies and gentlemen. We would never do that. We would never make predictions about things we knew that were going to happen. I knew things were going to happen at the Game Awards. I didn't toss them on there. I didn't toss them on there. I've been doing this for 17 years. I, I, how bad have my predictions been that you think though I was I'm sick of being bad. <laughs> I need a win. I DM'd Kojima. He told me exactly. First off, I didn't even get it all right. I love the edit of it because I said there'd be a Death Stranding 2 trailer. Then he'd come out and say all this stuff and bring out Jordan Peele. I'll still take the victory. I'll still take the social media clicks. Thank you very much. You know what I mean? But I, I will not. This is not going to stand. This will not be something that I have to live with the rest of my life, all right? This will not be on my permanent record as a cheater. I saw people, oh, I'll put an asterisk next to it. Don't you dare. Don't you fucking dare, all right? Put an asterisk. <laughs> you know what I mean? That not even. There's a lot of things, a lot of character assassination for Greg Miller out there that I'll never be able to get away from. Kevin, give me the one. 
I didn't steal the avocado. Kevin back to the wide. I will not let this one stand. All right. I did not cheat at the game awards on my OD prediction. All right. 17 years of just shoot saying the fucking rock's going to be there. You know, 17 years of saying they're going to announce a sing star mascot. All right. I fucking I'm garbage <laughs> at it. Let me have this. Let me have this. Why can't you celebrate it, Tim? I just don't understand how they cut to you. It was the only time in the entire show that they cut to you, Greg. Yeah, I that's I can I can answer that for you because it's actually kind of funny. Uh, so originally I was sitting with Ryan McCaffrey at the the back row. That was the first row where you needed like to show your ticket to get to. Like you got it. Once you were in, they let you go down there. But this time there was like security being like, are you allowed to be down in this like orchestra pit? I sat next to McCaffrey. Uh, Janet came. She sat with us. Paris was there. And eventually I got a text from Jen who was sitting with her developers who were uh, nominated for award, like four or five rows in front of us. Right. And they were, I was right orchestra. They were over on the left side and she's like, I got a free seat. So I went down there and I sat with my wife because of course the fuck Ryan McCaffrey. And so I got down there and I sat next to Ryan McCaffrey and it's me and it's Jen. And then it's another Papa Jen employee, George. Also a kind of funny best friend. What up, George? Uh, and we're sitting there and it's great. But like, we're now into like nominee territory. There are, there are, you know, I mean, like if you went all the way to the end of our row and then cop the aisle, there's Anthony Mackie, right? So it's like, that's where the, to give you pre- where we're at. You know what I mean? We're, we're in the mix kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so eventually when they went into this Kojima thing, uh, the camera's doing the roaming thing, looking for people to react to and cut to or whatever. And so they came down this aisle and like they eventually as... Kojima's wrapping up and the ding, 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 ding. They came in and they f- went to George next to Jen. And he was like clapping, getting excited. And then when Jordan Peele came out, I popped huge. I knew it. I knew it. I told you guys. It was a snap. Like the guy was like, fuck this guy. God, I'm not going to film this guy. So I cut off George. I'm sorry, George. And they got it to me. And then I, I, by the time they actually showed the footage, because, you know, there's no red light. I don't know where they're going. I was just normally clapping. Because somebody was like, how great would have been if Greg winked at the camera? Like I would, if I would have known, <laughs> if I would have known I was on camera, I'd be like, <laughs> holy shit i mean greg that that moment it's gonna go down in kind of funny history but like there's so many layers to it and the more i rewatch the clip it it's so funny how the clip feels edited because the music is so ominous and the way that it just plays the dun 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 as me and Andy are just having our minds blown and then it cuts to you and then fucking smile you have on your face it's we you didn't need to wink we all felt it greg we felt it into our core i've watched was- i've watched that clip like a couple dozen times probably because <laughs> it's just there's so much to break down and go it is somebody pointed out that it was like the exact same reaction but you didn't knock over the beer kind of mm-hmm. thing of like your entire but it's like when like I, the music hits and you pop but then you, you can see both you and andy click in of like it's he's exactly what greg said <laughs> It's so fucking good. Like literally, like we're we're both looking forward. We look at each other and look back at the and in synchronization. Like it yeah. is it, it, the whole thing felt scripted. But like this is one of those moments that I'm like, life is a movie and we are just living it. You're li- it cut to you, Greg. But I, I fucking called it. I knew it. Everyone's like, oh, somebody knew, somebody knew. I'm like, no, I bet you Greg was just super loud in the audience, and they're like, get that guy. Yeah, 100 percent That's what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is so funny freaking funny, such a good man. time yeah you're I'm, again i've said it before but i'm sorry that you all have to live in the greg miller simulation <laughs> but i hope you're having fun it's just it's one of those like stop fighting me and just like ghostbusters a lot <laughs> and like superman a lot and like playstation a lot and you'll have a better time 
Because you, you can yeah. fight it. You know what I mean? But then you're going to have those PC player problems. You know what's really funny, Greg, is like th this is now maybe the fourth or fifth time that I've been caught on camera excitedly reacting to something. And I always do the exact same thing, which is I sit there, I stand up, I touch the back of my chair, and then I stand and spin around. I don't know why I do this that. This one had the added one of like the full 404 of you just like... <laughs> Like, like the, I, I tweeted it. It was from the Reddit I saw, but it was like the best moment ever. And it's like me clapping and smiling and you and Andy dumbfounded as the little pictures. What a great so, night. You know what yeah, I mean? What, what a night. Man. Oh, my God. But Ugh. it's no longer Game Awards night. It's December 11th. So let's talk about Fortnite's new game modes being here to stay. Kojima's hidden message in the OD trailer and so much more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show by writing in for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. There you can give us your questions, comments, concerns about the day's news, and of course, squad up with fellow gamers. Then you should watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday if you want the best kind of funny experience possible head on over to patreon.com slash kind of funny on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily ad free as a video and mp3 you can watch us record the other podcast live as we record them unless there's an embargo hey tim is today's uh, games cast embargoed mm-hmm can't watch that one live, but it's still review season somehow. So who the hell knows? Preview season or whatever. Uh, you can also get those uh, podcasts ad-free and on-demand as well uh, as MP3s and YouTube videos. Of course, you could also get a bevy of bonus content, including your daily Greg ways. Of course, you could also get more than 400 pieces of content. Of course, you could also get cool, exclusive physical items like this month's premium tier item, the Kind of Funny Christmas card, only on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. No bucks tossed away, no big deal. Use the Epic Creator Code kind of funny when you're checking out in the Epic Game Store. Maybe when you're playing Fortnite, whether it be Festival, uh, Battle Royale, or etc. Of course, you can use the Epic Creator Code kind of funny uh, even on the free stuff, and it helps us out as well. And doesn't cost you a thing. Housekeeping for you, in case you missed it, you can watch all of our Game Awards coverage, including the live reactions over on youtubecom games. I love seeing the on-demand views of that. People still going back, reacting with us, seeing their favorite things. Thank you so much. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jackson Hampton, Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by Xreal, Zbiotics, and BetterHelp. We'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Seven items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. We have breaking news. Uh-oh. So breaking that not only did I put it in way later in the show, Blessing came in and put it at the top of the show, and I appreciate that. Uh, breaking, ladies and gentlemen, the day before Studio Fantastic announces closure just days after early access launch. This is Alex Stedman at IGN.com. In a bizarre update to the long, the day before saga, Studio Fantastic has announced its closure just days after the game's launch in early access last week. Quote, Today, we announced the closure of Fantastic Studio, the company said in its statement on X slash Twitter account. Unfortunately, the day before has failed financially, and we lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners, end quote. Fantastic adds that the future of the, the day before and 
Peropnite is unknown, but the servers will remain operational. They then throw up the full statement. If you don't mind, Tim, just get my head wrapped around it. I do want to read the full statement. Is that fine? Go for it, yeah. Kevin, leave it up here because yours is closer than the document. Today, we announced the closure of Fantastic Studio. Unfortunately, the day before has failed financially, and we lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay debts to our partners. We invested all our efforts, resources, and man hours into the development of the day before, which was our first huge game. We really wanted to release new patches to reveal the full potential of the game, but unfortunately, we don't have the funding to continue the work. It's important to note that we didn't take any money from the public during the development of the day before. There were no pre-orders or crowdfunding campaigns. We worked tirelessly for five years, pouring our blood, sweat, and tears into the game. At the moment, the future of the day before and prop night is unknown, but the servers will remain operational. We apologize if we didn't meet your expectations. We did everything within our power, but unfortunately miscalculated our capabilities. Creating games is an incredibly challenging endeavor. We're grateful to everyone who supported us during these difficult years. It's been a fantastic journey over the past eight years. Then they have a timeline here. 2015, opening the studio. 2017, releasing The Wild Eight. Uh, 2018 release of Dead Dozen, release of, or 2018 release of Radiant One, 2021 release of Prop Night, 2023 release of The Day Before. Hmm. I've heard of Prop Night. I remember hearing about Prop Night. The Day Before was on Thursday the talk of the Game Awards pre parties I was at. Where it was, I was running into these, like, you know, the, the old Smosh kids, right? I'm hitting the, I'm, I'm on the laser corn. I'm sitting with uh, Matt. I'm talking to, you know, so Hinky, you know him. You know him, Tim. Don't act like you don't know. And they were like, uh, Matt in particular was like, I can't, I can't believe the day before is actually out. People are playing it right now. Blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of this game. Kevin, when you have a chance, if you can throw up Google or, I guess, YouTube the day before gameplay and put something up that's been posted in the last couple weeks, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this being vaporware, but exactly now it's real and yada, yada, yada. And it's, it's a terrible game. It's, it's, it's a terrible game for what I understand and what I understand. And as they point out, games are hard to make and yada, yada, yada. But apparently launching it on Thursday was the last ditch effort to try to make enough money to keep this thing going. Tim? And it didn't work. No. Mm. I, this is, you know, again, continuing the stories of layoffs, studios closing, acquisitions leading to a co combination of those things, everything in between. This one feels a little bit different. Like this kind of feels like it, even if it wasn't the time that it is right now in games, that this was always a, a very big swing. Um, now, if I can stop real quick. Sorry, Kevin, yeah. you did you did what I want. Can you get like a streamer playing it? Because this is the official thing. I want to yeah, see. Sorry, like, I, I no, just, no, I wasn't trying to get someone in there. But if you if you're asking, for yeah, I just want to see like the real gameplay. Because again, I full disclosure, I haven't seen it. I was I was at all these events and people were talking about the fact that it was out and that it was trash, trash. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, this, if I remember correctly, and Andy was updating me a little bit about this last week, but it sounds like this is one of those overpromise games where leading into it they're like it's going to be a massively online thing and it's going to be this it's going to be that and then it, it's very clearly not those things um and it's supposedly really broken otherwise and also just not really good shout out um, to nothing but skills that's the gameplay we're watching on youtube right now yeah sorry yeah. he is cut out unfortunately because you guys are on top of him no it's understandable you, yeah. you know go watch his stuff here yeah. Um, and I don't want to speak out of turn on this stuff because this is definitely something I'm not like that up on. But I, I know that this at some point was related to NFTs. And like there is mm -hmm. like a scam element to the whole thing. Uh, and, you know, putting those words together is I, I understand what that invokes. But it, it is it is what it is. It seems like this is kind of wrought with NFT. I'm trying 
Yeah, I want to get to an article right before it is. See, here we go. We're going to read from Dextero, all right? This was per, uh, published on the 10th, so yesterday, uh, and it was written by Carver Fisher. The day before Torn Apart, as players claim, it's an obvious scam and asset flip. Despite becoming the most wishlist game on Steam for a time, the day before has left many skeptical after details surrounding its release and a few sudden delays put a stop to the initial hype generated for the title. Now people who have gotten their hands on it for release claim that it's a scam. The day before his release date, <coughs> sorry, uh, day, the, the day before his release date was a day many thought would never come, yet here we are. The game finally launched on Steam and reviews are in a word scathing. At the time of writing, just 21% of its 16,000 reviews are positive, with many of them refunding the title almost immediately, and that they felt the final game fell far short of what the de developers originally pitched. One reviewer put it, the day I got scammed. However, thanks to Reddit Sleuth, a number of new details have come to the surface. Uh, the diligent user has compiled dozens of assets they claim to be directly ripped off from Unreal Engine's marketplace and put into the game. Uh, when the day before initially launched, players certainly had their suspicions that something wasn't quite right. Early discussion around the game post-release had players claiming that certain sections seemed to be assets directly ripped from the marketplace. This is something a veteran Twitch streamer, uh, Lyric, discussed after playing the game's initial hours as player speculation mounted the day before was reusing assets. However, further investigation has revealed there's a possibility that dozens of maps, inventory screens, UI elements, character models, and even the third-person camera perspective may have been assets that were being bought from the store and flipped to create the day before. Uh, though these are, at present, allegations uh, and have not been properly addressed by developer Fantastic, Redditor Epic Story 1989 compiled a list of assets they claimed to have been directly flipped. The post has continually been updated with more allegations mounting. Even the game's mm. own subreddit has pinned it uh, in the first thing, blah, blah, blah. To be clear, uh, just a, a quick update for you, Greg. I'm please. looking at the chat. People are saying that uh, I'm confusing uh, two different projects. This was not the NFT related one. Gotcha. Uh, this was just scam stuff. The NFT one. Um, was wasn't that the dr disrespect one which i got confused because i saw dr disrespect playing this game gotcha yes dr disrespect is working on some kind of game that has nfts in it i remember midnight yeah. society so, is a game focused on the community that's him the world's first vertical extraction shooter yeah, yeah yeah dead drop um yeah so this again not surprising that this is the way this all went um especially with as much of like that scam conversation going on like yeah. you can't get away with that like once you get called out you're done uh rightfully so right yeah. i feel like that kind of is, is where we're at with this yeah again like i'm not up to date on the uh ins and outs of what's been happening with the day before honestly i i did not uh, even know much about it like i said until it was out and then i was like oh yeah the vaporware game or whatever but again it's just another twist in this chaotic story of this game that people were super into they overpromised, they put it out and now they're closing the studio to get the hell away from it so okay yeah. okay Let's get on. And even, even this all reads like a scam, too. Like the thing that they just put out, it's like, you know, something about uh, the way all income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners. I'm like, while that might be factual, that line reads a little icky given the context of like the article you just read. We'll wait and see. Wait and see. If there's money in it, people are going to go get their money. They'll figure it out. Maybe we'll hear more about it. Whatever happened to that game we thought was the Kojima game, then wasn't the Kojima game, then was going to come out. Don't, and never no, came no, out? no, no, no. Stop. We're not talking about that. We don't talk about abandoned here. We I don't apologize. Do don't make me tap the sign. Yeah. Uh, number one on the Roper Report. Epic says Fortnite's new Lego racing and festival modes are here to stay. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. 
Epic Games has confirmed that Fortnite's trio of new game modes are permanent additions to the free-to-play title. Three additional live service experiences were added to Fortnite last week in the form of LEGO Fortnite, Fortnite Rocket Racing, and Fortnite Festival. Built in partnership with the LEGO Group, LEGO Fortnite is a survival and crafting experience not unlike Minecraft. Developed by Rocket League Studio Psionics, uh, Rocket Racing is billed as a, quote, <coughs> supersonic arcade racer where players drift, fly, and boost with friends through an ever-growing selection of tracks, end quote. And Fortnite Festival from Rock Band Studio Harmonics is a music game where players can perform in a band with friends or play solo with tracks from popular artists. Addressing its long-term plans for the new modes on Monday, Epic said, quote, Howdy, friends. Seeing some chatter around our, week, our newly launched games and people worried that they may not stick around. To clarify, these are brand new games entirely, not LTMs. Fear not. Lego Fortnite, Rocket Racing, and Fortnite Festival are here to stay with regular updates. End quote. Timothy? Yes. You said the words we've all been waiting to hear. You played <laughs> Fortnite this weekend. What did you dive did. into? I, I played a lot of it this weekend. Uh, I played a lot of both the Rocket Racers and Fortnite Festival. Yeah. And I am supremely impressed with both of them in different ways. Uh, and, and to different degrees, I would even say. I think Rocket Racers is fantastic. Okay. They they pulled it off. Like it is an incredible game that has so much depth to it. And I was talking last week about when it comes to kart racers, it has to feel right. It feels right. And on top of that, you need to have some type of gimmick or something that sets you apart from the other ones. The way that they have the jumping on the sides and like driving on walls and stuff yeah. is so incredibly skill-based in a way that that feels fair that it, it's fun. It's been a long time since I played like a like a Mario Kart where the level felt almost like a platformer. Yeah. You know, and playing this like I was just jumping around from easy and eventually straight up just like the hardest levels just to see what they were like. And I'm like, oh, 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 I can't do this yet. Like this requires a level of skill that I want to build up to. So very, very impressed. Uh, it looks great. Sounds great. The music's bumping in a way. Bump. Just, I, I feel like it just adds to the, the momentum and vibe of it all. Uh, Sionics know what they're doing. And uh, I shouldn't have questioned them for a second, but it, they really, really pulled that one off. Then, Fortnite Festival. Oh, yeah. Come the fuck on, man. I played this one this weekend. I know you did too, but I'll start. I'm just like getting in there, booting it up, playing on the portal and being like, oh, my God. It's Rockman unplugged all over again. It's it's like I'm holding my PSP. My biggest criticism, and this is, you know, day three, is that you don't have enough tracks. You know what I mean? I got in. I did my Olivia Rodrigo. I did the one weekend song I actually like, and then I was kind of like, I don't want to play any of these other songs and bounced out. Uh, but I did find myself hankering for more, wanting to go back to it, hoping they expand that music library. But, you know, for me, as somebody who loved, like I said, uh, playing uh, Rock Band Unplugged, which, of course, was the PSP Rock Band that had no instruments, just used the buttons to tap. It was so nice to get in there and have that experience again. Of course, I've seen so many people saying that they wish they had the instruments that that was the thing they are adding support for that that has been confirmed by fortnite that uh that is at the top of their to do is to add the actual support so you could play fortnite festival with the actual rock band instruments but for me jumping in a first blush thing it was great and then i forget who it was one of the kind of funny brethren out there tweeted about how cool it was that like for me especially uh that i have the ability to use the characters that i never use in the game i have so many skins in fortnite right but i refuse to play as superman because why would superman run around and shoot people now i can have superman rocking out in there i, I just yeah, used becky lynch over the weekend right yeah oh man come on you know clark loves to jam 
You remember Death in Return? Remember we told Jimmy, turn it up. Um, had a great time. Had a great time with this. Tim, what do you think? You're the rhythm expert. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. I can't yeah. believe this is real. Now, what I will say is, and uh, you know, most people out there listening have listened to me long enough to understand. I love Amplitude, which is the, what Harmonix made before they went on to make gu- Guitar Hero and then eventually uh, Rock Band. And I progressively become less and less into the things. Amplitude, clearly my favorite. Then uh, Guitar Hero, second up. Rock Band was a distant third. Rock Band to me, still love it. And it's so important and great and such great party vibes and all that stuff. But in terms of it being a game and the challenge and what I look for from a rhythm, that more arcadey high score experience where every single track feels like it was tailor-made for gameplay. And if a song doesn't fit, it's not in it. Whereas Rock Band's more like, fuck it, any song that's fun, just put it there. Um, So this kind of feels like a weird mix of those uh clearly in the rock band direction like there's a lot of inconsistency in the tracks of like how fun it is to play each uh but my god when it hits it hits so so damn well and it has been so long since i played a new game and i got into that flow state and i stopped uh playing and i looked down and the whole room around me was like doing that warpy thing and i'm like yeah, oh yeah. we're so back we are so <laughs> back um the default control scheme is abysmal. I don't know why they would think that that is the default. Like it, it makes no sense at all. So did you uh, go to un- in- did you go to the unplugged control scheme? Uh, the shoulders. No. Unplugged. No. I, the traditional PSP unplugged one was left. Or I'm sorry, no. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh yeah, left, yeah, up, left up. triangle circle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I ended up going with the more amplitude style one, gotcha. which is the the shoulder buttons, uh, which is awesome. But my problem is once you get to hard or once you get above hard to expert, they add that fifth, yep. just like Guitar Hero does. Yeah. And I haven't found a good uh, control scheme that like clicks in my brain of like this feels right. Uh, but so far, just being playing on hard, it is so, so good, Greg. This game is awesome. And it almost feels like a dream come true to me where I'm like, we're just going to build on this and grow. And there's just going to be an endless amount of it. Now, having said that, I have some thoughts. First off, I feel like this game to me is very similar to like when Smash Brothers came out on 3DS and then a month later came out on Wii U. And they're essentially the same game, but they're not. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like the Wii U one was so much like, quote unquote, better. I feel like this is, and clearly this is the first release of this. This is very much the 3DS Smash Brothers version of, of what this is going to end up being. Like, I, I feel like it's missing a lot of basic stuff that I would have expected, like even just different colored notes. Like them all being the same color makes it a little hard to read sometimes, um, especially when you're playing on Expert and there's five different notes coming down sure. at you uh, without like clear button prompts that, uh, feel good to me. And just to um, clarify, if you're not a rock band guitar here, aficionado, you might be watching this and saying, what do you mean? There's purple right here. And we just saw some orange, orange are the ones that fill your overdrive. Tim's talking about like on the note highway, you would know that left is purple, uh, yeah. up is yellow, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, uh, there's just a little bit more of the pomp and circumstance of, uh, when you do go into overdrive mode, like right now it glows a little ye- uh, orange, but like, I feel like it could be should be a little bit more of a moment a little more clear of what's going on sure uh and then also just the fact that the song just plays and there's no when you mess up it doesn't really give you too much audio feedback on that yeah um all of those things are like it it just kind of feels like all right cool this doesn't feel like an imitation of because it very clearly is authentically it this is a harmonics rhythm game and it's freaking awesome but it feels a little bit more bare bones than i would have expected um and i think that all the things i said are going to be added like, I think all that is stuff that like over time will be quote unquote fixed uh but my lord this exists and it feels unbelievable the second thing i want to say 
having never played Fortnite, really. It is so ridiculously overwhelming with how much information and just words. <laughs> and like some of the words make sense, and some of the words are like, all right, cool. There's the festival, then there's the main stage, and then there's the this, that, the jam this stage. Thing, the band. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, cool. Like I'm all I need to do is invest and I'll eventually understand this. But it is a lot. And I am uh very impressed that kids out there just can jump in and understand all this. You know the gobbledygook, Greg. Wow. Spoken like a true old man. Uh mm-hmm. Kevin. Uh, on Thursday, when I was ironing my shirt for the Game Awards, I turned on twitch.tv slash games, and I saw you, Joey, and Nick playing Lego Fortnite. What did you think of it? Oh, we had so much fun. It's like the... I'm not super into survival games. Right. But like especially the PvE where the E is really attacking you. Um, but like this, like I felt like was a really good middle ground where it really is just a chill place to be. And, like, sometimes you have spiders or you go into a dumb area and there's, like, giant monsters. And it's, like, cool. Don't go into that area. Like, we're, we're still, like, we were able to have a really good time. Unfortunately, the uh, everything went down, though, that on ah. Thursday. I think it was uh, just a little too popular. Sure. Um, but I am very excited and looking forward <laughs> to jumping back in with Joester. So, so I watched it. I think I have my head wrapped around it. But it is just Minecraft is the idea. Like, it is a survival game. Cook, grow, build your thing. When you leave and come back, your house is still there on the world you have? Or Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's essentially all it is. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's like it, the the gameplay loop is really satisfying. You kind of feel like the stuff you're building towards, like, actually is cool. And you can get excited and follow along fairly easily. Okay. I'm going to pull up someone's uh, gameplay there so we can see. Yeah, seeing y'all play was was awesome. Like, it's just so damn impressive that all three of these games seem as well realized as they are already. And something that I was really impressed by is every time throughout the weekend I would pop in to play either Rocket League or Rocket Racing or a, a festival, I would just look at the numbers of how many players were playing oh, God, each yeah, one. Yeah. And I was shocked at what they were. Like, every, every single time I logged in, it was like uh, festival was beating racing, which surprised me. And then uh, Lego was like four times as much as the other two combined. Insane. Insane. Uh, was it you who put in this Donald Mustard tweet? Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? After sure. a quick word from our sponsors. Oh, I was going to finish the story and then do it. If you want me to do that instead, I can yeah. do that. No problem. Yeah, hey, everybody. See. Donald Mustard used to work at Fortnite. Now he's retired. And I'll tell you what, when this guy came up to me at the Game Awards, like, were they retired people in here? Anyways, we'll talk about more about his tweet in a second. For now, I'll talk about Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, of course, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free. You could get the other podcasts ad-free. You could watch the other podcasts live as we record them. You could get more than 400 bonus episodes of content. You could get cool, exclusive, physical goods like the Kind of Funny Christmas card only on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. But you're not on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. So here's a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Xreal. Turn any game you're playing from any console, PC, or handheld into a 130-inch virtual big screen with Xreal AR glasses. Available now at xreal.com and Amazon. Xreal AR glasses usher in the era of wearable displays and are perfect for gaming, watching movies and TV, working at a desk, or checking out augmented reality apps. Xreal AR glasses connect to Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, plug directly into your Steam Deck, ROG Ally, PCs, Macs, iPhone, Android. You see where I'm going with this. Kevin Coelho has been playing with the new Xreal Air 2 Pro glasses and unsurprisingly is absolutely obsessed with them. It's awesome. It's the big screen experience 
experience perfect for using on the go or at home for playing games anywhere on the biggest screen possible. The picture you see is crisp. The built-in speakers give you rich audio. The glasses are lightweight, only two and a half ounces. And because you control where the virtual screen appears, you can rest your head, neck, and shoulders comfortably without getting any of that tech neck you get when you're staring down at a screen. You can get your Xreal AR glasses now at xreal.com or Amazon. This episode's brought to you by Zbiotics. We all have busy lives these days and we can't afford to waste a day stuck on the couch because a few drinks the night before. Zbiotics pre-alcohol is the answer we've all been waiting for. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics pre-alcohol your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly and you'll feel your best tomorrow. Every time I have a Zbiotics pre-alcohol before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. This holiday season, give your family a gift they'll actually want and use with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash kind of funny to get 15% off your first order when you use kind of funny at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash kind of funny and use the code kind of funny at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot. Having to figure out, am I getting a gift for this person? Am I not? Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do just that with therapy. You can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced your trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kind of funny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kind of funny. Betterhelp.com slash kind of funny. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. We're back, everybody, and like I said, there is an old man, just ancient, named Donald Mustard, who used to work at Epic and used to do all these things and used to be the, 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 the face of Fortnite. You'd see him on the stage every year at Game Awards, but of course this year, Donald announced his retirement from Epic Games, well-deserved. He's also not old. He's also very nice. Uh, and like I said, he's always been very vocal and cool and champion Fortnite and talking about how it got here. Tim, you pulled up a tweet. Let me have it. 
Yeah, I saw this over the weekend. I thought it was very, very fascinating, Kev. Yeah, if you could bring up that picture here. Uh, Donald tweets, I think this is the first time we kind of drew out our crazy idea. The idea to evolve Fortnite into a place. A place where you can have all sorts of different agency-driven game and entertainment experiences with your friends, all connected by your hub, your locker, cosmetics, progression, etc. It was such a huge, audacious vision. We knew it would take years and so much work on so many fronts. We can't believe how close we were. Uh, I guess it would take about six years. The plan changed and evolved a million times, but today you're playing the true vision of the dream of Fortnite. Where it goes from today, for the first time, I don't actually know. But I know Epic and the amazing people there will keep making it better and more innovative and delightful than ever before. See you on Fortnite. And it's a, a image of like a quick little scribble from Wednesday, December 13th, 2017. Uh, the vision of Fortnite, and there's like a, a hub circle with circles going out to PvP, PvE, survival, music, cart, and creative. And uh, it's pretty damn amazing that they're talking about forecasting it six years out. And six years later, it's like to see where Fortnite's at. It's like they pulled this off. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, I think you saw you talk about how many, you know, this year has been filled. And, I should, you know, we're not letting Epic off the hook with how many closures and uh, layoffs there's been there. But to talk about Fortnite specifically, right, you talk about how many games have these grandiose ideas and don't get, even though it's, you know, the game we were talking about before, it might have been a scam or whatever. So many of them don't get to truly capitalize on their vision. They're things they had to cut and leave on the table. They weren't able to support it for years and years and years and years and years. And you see Fortnite actually able to come through and deliver right on this vision from December 13th, 2017. That's pretty incredible. It, it is. And uh, we, we talked about this over the last couple of weeks in a couple of different ways, but I think that it's really impressive uh such a broken record saying this but you look at marvel games and you look at how they went about uh creating their their lineup of of marvel games which is we're going to go to the right teams for the right projects and like i feel like that is just continuing with the announcement of blade and arcane right but uh obviously insomniac with spider-man or um uh, uh, insomniac with, uh, with wolverine <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, yeah yeah a lot of insomniac and, and whatever but arcade anyway, with blade Marvel yeah, Snap. So, yeah, Marvel Snap is a perfect, perfect example. Midnight Suns, the like, list goes on. Sure. Uh, I feel like Fortnite, when you look at this, when you look at this, the image of what the vision was of them wanting music and cart and uh, survival, it's like, all right, cool. So survival, what are we going to do? Well, it's like Minecraft. What's Minecraft? It's just Lego. Let's just do Lego then. <laughs> like, let's do the thing, right? Yeah. Like, let's do a, a racing game. Who gets car mechanics? Gets how a car should feel? Rocket League, Psionics, let's go. What about uh, music? Fuck it, let's buy harmonics, right? Yep. And I think that there's a lot of um, potential downfalls with all of this, but something we were talking about um, recently when it came to these acquisitions of Psionics and harmonics is that they're now making the games that we kind of would want them to make. Sure, they're within Fortnite, but that almost provides a major safety to the success of the game. And not only will the game be supported and these, these teams, hopefully again, a lot of fingers crossed here, but like this does add up to a place where with this being a success, clearly as much as it is currently, and you got to imagine it's going to continue to grow as they're saying that these are modes that are going to stay around. Um, I, I think that it does provide at least some type of safety more so than putting out a rhythm game in 2023. 100%. You figure Fortnite is the biggest thing going. Like I was talking about at Thanksgiving, every kid I met, I wanted to play Fortnite with me. Like the idea that they're able to get into this. One of the kids I was playing with is such a huge Lego fan. I haven't had a chance to talk to him about what he thinks this is, how cool this is that Lego's in there. But yeah, to your point of having them in there 
even though they're saying they aren't limited time modes, clearly they could be folded one day if they're not, you know, delivering the way they want to. But I also think there's a lot in there of what we're talking about of all, you know, you and me have invested the most time in Fortnite festival. That's what's calling to us. And so I have a list of things I want added, things I want changed. Right. And you figure to look at Fortnite festival on December 11th, 2023, what will that look like in six months, a year, a year and a half, two years, and really compare it to Fortnite. Well, I remember when Fortnite originally dropped and nobody played it. And then they added the battle Royale. And I remember playing that. And I remember being in there and buying my first skin. Cause this woman kind of looks like a superhero. I can do that. And I did that. And now, of course, every superhero under the sun is in this game. Invincible yeah. is in this game, right? Like <laughs> you talk about what this could become and grow into and change into, you know, and again, um, I'm probably getting a bit too into uh, things that like legal and laws and a million other things would be against. But I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility to link eventually your rocket league, your rock band, your accounts to this. Cause I already have an Epic account. It's already linked to my PSN. It's already linked to my Xbox live. Right. And see if you could pull in things from that, right. Of like, when, when can I be the Ecto one in rocket racing? Right. Is there a way to get some of the thousands of rock band songs I have uh, into this in some way? I mean, that, that, that's a bit weird because music licensing rights, but there's things yeah. that could happen here. That would be of course, tying it all together. Totally, totally. I doubt that's going to end up happening because of how complicated mm -hmm. all, all that stuff would be. And like, this is a, a question that I, I just don't know the answer to. But like, who owns the rights to Rock Band at this point? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if they if they had it, they probably would have just called it Rock Band, like Fortnite Rock Band. But it, the fact that they didn't, I don't think EA. I think has Rock Band, right? Um, they still haven't. EA didn't they publish you, Rock Band? Activision, right? Yeah. No, that was Guitar Hero. Yes, you're right. Yeah, EA, EA published. Huh? huh? Man, so yeah. it sounds off to me. But yeah, so uh, this to me is exciting because like you're saying, like this is the beginning, this is going to grow. Uh, we've talked for years about how do you actually bring back plastic instruments? Like how do you make it make sense? And they tried in 2015 or 16, whenever that was, and it didn't work out uh, for a bunch of reasons that I think we understand. But nowadays with this, Real quick, fully. <laughs> just to, sorry, get in this. EA published the original Rock Band's now that Rock Band is now Rock Band 4 Rivals, their website says developer Harmonics Music Systems, publisher Harmonics Music Systems. So it looks like they probably got that away from EA a long time ago, and I just don't know. Cool. That's good that I'm surprised they're not going with, with that brand. Um, and maybe the reason is they know that it's not going to be able to link with the, the previous stuff, so that would create problems. Or maybe it's just they want to create something new for a new generation, have it be more than just a rock band, because so many of the songs, like The Weeknd's not a rock band you know sure uh not that that's held in mac before but i feel like festival might be a bit more of a generational like reverence point or relevance point i don't know um but i'm excited because i can see this turning into them actually releasing microphones and uh, uh keyboards and drum sets and guitars and all of it and having it just be an option if you wanted to have it but it's like the best possibility for rhythm games to come back and thrive is to have this baseline of money making uh that epic has built with fortnite and then if they have the quality product that gets people like me and you in to play guess what i'm buying a plastic guitar greg wow you'd be back huh oh i mean that without question <laughs> i'd be probably first in line uh but i think it's gonna happen like it seems like they're not only building to some type of like support for previous ones but i think more exciting is what a new thing looks like
Yeah, if they could do, if it gets big enough to support a new thing and be out there and have that, again, for me, I just need a more robust music library. And I know we're just getting started. I'm not being down on it, right? Like, that'd be rad. I would love to see that come back in some way. I'd love to, you know, one day be able to do Rock Band with Ben, obviously, years from now. But I remember when Rock Band 4 dropped, and for a second, we all thought we were back in. And then I remember Colin and I did one night of it, <laughs> put all the shit under the couches again and never touched it. Now, granted, there's a lot of problems with getting my whole library of Xbox songs, yada, 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 blah, blah. But that's how it went. We will wait with bated breath to see more of this. But for now, let's move on to number two. That's right. Number two on the Roper Report. Hideo Kojima appears to have snuck a Silent Hill message into his OD trailer. This is Chris Scullion, VGC. Hideo Kojima appears to have snuck a reference to Konami's Silent Hill series into his teaser trailer for OD. The Xbox exclusive, which was previously known as Overdose, was officially introduced during the Game Awards last week, along with a teaser trailer showing close-up of the actors' faces. However, as spotted by Central Xbox and verified by VGC, using the trailer on the official Kojima Productions YouTube channel, the section involving German actor Udo Kier appears to have a hidden message in it. Uh, while Kier is talking to the camera, faint letters appear in his mouth during five separate frames, which can be seen easier in the video's brightness levels are adjusted. If the are adjusted, uh, in order, the letters spell out Atami, which is a Japanese city located in uh, the Shizuoka. Uh, no, no. Shizuka uh, Prefecture. Uh, the kanji spelling of it, uh, when uh, separated into the individual kanji, means calm, quiet, or silent in hell. It, cer it certainly appears then that Kojima is making a reference to Silent Hill in the trailer, but it's not clear why. It's not clear why. <laughs> After him in the chat says, she zu o ka. She zu o ka. Uh, Prefecture, thank you very much. Oh, uh, yeah, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> I mean, God bless. I you love I mean? it, man. I love that there, it just has to be weird. You know, as if it wasn't weird enough. There has to be secret messages. There has to be something else going on. I mean, that's pretty, pretty rad, right? Like, also, knew, you would talk about this, I assume, on Games Daily, that they came out of the PT door. Yes. Yeah. Came out of the PT door. Uh, Kojima came out and says OD doesn't stand for overdose. Out, uh, well, no, he didn't say that. He didn't say overdose. Oh. He said two random ass things like doesn't stand for like oxygen detriment or something out the door. And it's like, yeah, we fucking know it's overdose. <laughs> <laughs> this is why are you being weird. Uh, but it's Kojima, so that makes sense. So um, I, this makes sense. What we know about the game is it is OD, probably overdose, Xbox exclusive. It's the horror game. You look at the cast of people they have and Jordan Peele, it being kind of connected to PT would make so much sense in a spiritual successor type of way, not in a it's actually Silent Hill way, right? Yeah. You never know with this guy. You know what I mean? What the shit is he doing? Is it going to, are we going to have this be crazy one day? Are we going to get fucking crazy and it actually is a Silent Hill tie-in? You know what I mean? Crazier things have happened in this world. Remember when yeah. you fucking teased us with the goddamn whale game forever and then that became a Metal Gear? Like, anything can happen out here. <laughs> yeah, but that was back when he was with Konami. So it's like, I feel there's a difference now. But we've said forever, right, that like, what if PlayStation worked with Konami to get the Metal Gear? What if Xbox is working with Konami to make a Silent Hill game or whatever? Yeah. Nothing's out. I'm just saying nothing's outside the realm of thing here. They use the door. They're putting crazy shit in his mouth. Stuff could be happening. They are putting stuff in his mouth. That is a, it's a very weird way to tease something too. And more than that, how did somebody find that? Like how? 
people are just tearing things apart. You know, they know they know that this is the kind of shit Hideo does. So they download yeah. it, they go through, they you know, look at every frame of it. Yeah, there's just something about that that's just I'm like, I know I have a lot of weird things about me, Greg. Lots so many of them. of them. Lots of them. But this, I just, I just can't, I just can't imagine. Can't imagine. Even well, if I'm looking frame by frame, I don't know. We'll wait and see, ladies and gentlemen. We'll wait and see. For now, we move on to number three, a sad story. Uh, free radical closure confirmed as Time Splitters developers uh, bemoan a broken industry. This is Andy Robinson at VGC. Free Radical Design looks to have been shut after the UK-based Time Splitters studio closed its website and employees posted farewell messages on social media. VGC reported last month that Free Radical was at threat of being closed just two years after it was established as part of huge company-wide cuts at Embracer and its own publishers. Uh, this was following a by another report in which sources told VGC that PlayOn had acknowledged in a company email that the studio could be closed on December 11th following the completion of a consultation process. That closure now appears to be confirmed after the Nottingham-based company replaced its website with the message 404 company not found uh, frowny emoji. Multiple developers also posted on LinkedIn today claiming that all 80 remaining staff at the company have been let go. Boo. This is such a bummer, man. Like it continues and it sucks and it, it really sucks that it's Embracer even more just taking down the industry step by step. Um, 80 people that have been working on this stuff for so long at this point, and we're never even going to see anything that could have possibly came from it. I've been wanting to see whatever this time splitters project since we started kind of funny, Greg, and sure, yeah. maybe it's not this exact project, but uh, whatever time splitters, whatever free radical and the remnants of it were working on very, very, very sad. Um, and I, I hope that this ends at some point. That'd be nice if it ever ends, Tim. Uh, who knows? We talk about this all the time. I've bemoaned Embracer and everything they've done and how this is so fucked for so long. Today I saw this. I've missed this tweet from Jordan Midler, but he reshared it today. The damage, Embr and this is Jordan Midler from VGC. The damage Embracer Group has done to people's lives and livelihoods is absolutely scandalous. No one with money will face any consequences, but hundreds will wonder how to pay rent. Cowards. I think... Again, we've talked about this a million times, and that is the best way to put it for today. And we will yeah. move on. Yeah. And then real quick, I just want to say this really sucks because I, I don't think Time Splitters has the potential to be like Fortnite or anything like sure. the biggest thing ever. But I do think that, you know, nostalgia aside and everything, there is something there. Like that game, I really feel that Time Splitters in modern time could be a Wolfenstein like hit where it comes back and it's like, oh wow, this is a just modernized take on what people used to love but it doesn't need to be modernized in the way of making it the biggest thing ever it's just no keep it being this like linear campaign story that people are going to get really invested in and it could have been a major win for them critically financially and helped potentially allow them to not have to quote unquote exploit lord of the rings ad nauseum here here timothy here here uh, number four on the rope report some happy news last of us and super mario brothers were nominated for golden globes uh, nobel says last of us uh, was nominated for three golden globes best television series in a drama uh, best performance by an actress in the television series best performance by an actor in the television series meanwhile uh, he also goes to say peaches by jack black has been nominated for best original song at the golden globes congratulations Great. to them fantastic i don't see twisted metal anywhere here so not as legit as the Game Awards, I'll say that. Anthony Mackie had a pretty good performance up there. Playing to the oh, crowd, yeah. talking to them, having some fun up there. Not at, at Game Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, number five on the Roper Report, Google reveals the 10 most searched for games in 2023. This is via Google Trends. The 10 look like this. I'll start, you know, I'll go from 10 down. How about that? Number 10, Sons of the Forest. Huh. Number nine, Atomic Heart. Huh. Number eight, Diablo 4. Number seven, Suica Game. Number six, Baldur's Gate 3. Number five, Starfield. Number four, Battlegrounds Mobile India. Number three, Connections. Number two, The Last of Us. And your number one most Google game in 2023, Hogwarts Legacy. It won something. Um, <laughs> th this list is wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so much to glean from it, right? Like, I think number one, half these games, I don't know. Maybe not half, maybe a third. Sure. But even then, like Battlegrounds Mobile India, like I'm sure I'm familiar with what PUBG is. I assume that's what this is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then it's like, I understand what that is, but a number four most Googled game, the India version specifically, worldwide, man. This is an interesting one of a thread to pull out of um uh, shit. Silent Hill, the one we did the launch stream for the mobile thing, the the not a game, it's a movie, the interactive series, Silent Hill Ascension, right? Yes. Which has had a whole plethora of problems and been accused of a million different things, right? One of their big things about not making a game and making a thing you could do was the fact that they wanted to try to get uh, in India, get Silent Hill in India, because India is this huge population of people who are interested in games, but they're all using Android phones. And I thought that was, that's one of the, it reminded me a lot of the conversation way back in the day. And I mean, way back in the day, probably 2007 when Levi Buchanan was IGN's mobile editor. Uh, and he, you know, for us, that meant really, sh really, 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 really shitty uh, cell phone games and him being like, y'all don't know we'd make fun of him. It, like not in a bad sense, but you know, joke around about stuff. He's like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Like in Japan, this is how so many people are playing games. Now it's going to come here. It's going to take over yada, yada, yada. And that obviously predates the iPhone announcement and everything else. And then seeing that happen. And so then I think, I think you're going to see a lot of people chasing, and this is what the power of X cloud is, right? The ability just to beam things to your phone. Like we like to think of it so much. And I think you, you look at this list, right? We like to think of video games so much in our, hey, we're hardcore gamers and our consoles and our wars and this and frames per second and yada, yada, yada. And that's very true for Western gamers, right? But you go out into the rest of the world and there are so many people who are playing games on their phones and doing this thing that that is really what companies are going to start chasing, I think, in a really serious way going forward. But I mean, yeah. connections, what is that? I don't even know. I imagine it's some something like that, some type of mobile game. Where you connect. I don't know what Suica game is. That's that fruit game, that the watermelon game, right? What is it? Yeah, watermelon game. Yeah. Connections 2023 video game. Uh, Connections is a 2023 word video game developed and published by the New York Times. It was released for PC oh. during its beta phase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is the second most played game behind Wordle and other games produced by the Times. So I mean, go. look, again, this, the, to your point, this just shows the, the power of the mainstream in, yeah. in gaming. And uh, you bring it up the more international side, but like, I feel, feel like this is a perfect example. Like, it's old people used to play uh, crossword puzzles. Nick Scarpino just started, but um, that's a real thing. He carries but, it in a big uh, Ziploc bag. Yeah. Um, but the, I feel like more modern era of like people playing crossword puzzles or doing crossword puzzles i don't know exactly what it doing, is you they're do now a playing these type of games right yeah like like we we saw the sudoku and the brain age and all that stuff in the early 2000s but i feel like 
Now, a lot of people have some type of morning routine of those type of things. So yeah, not surprised at all. Fantastic. I want to get back to Wordle sometime. Number six on the Roper Report, uh, and I think final, final, uh, Alan Wake 2's Old Gods of Asgard enter the global top 10 following the Game Awards performance. This is Chris, Chris Scullion at VGC. The Old Gods of Asgard, the fictional heavy metal band from Alan Wake 2, has entered the iTunes global top 10 album charts. The band's album, Rebirth, Greatest Hits, is 10th on the chart, behind Coldplay's Ghost Stories and the very best of the por Porgs, Pogues, Porgs, Boogs. I don't know, somebody I've never fucking heard. Uh, the, then it goes on to talk about it, but that's fucking awesome. It's incredible. Like, it's such a cool story. Um, like, I'm so stoked for them. Like, that's just so awesome. And I feel like that uh, there's been a lot of things like this recently that I've seen stories of, like, last week with uh, GTA 6 dropping its trailer and, like, the streaming numbers for um, Tom Petty. That's him, right? Yeah, that's Tom The guy that did the song? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. For Grand Theft Auto, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the streaming numbers like through the roof and it just spikes, which makes a lot of sense, but like to a ridiculous degree. And I just think that it's so cool that like that's kind of the power of media and how easy it is. People can like hear something, and be like, I like that and then jump over and find it and be able to consume it. And then I wish it played a little bit better than it actually does uh, in terms of streaming to artists and stuff on Spotify or anything. But uh, hell yeah, to the old guards of Asgard. I'm sure this is gonna be like a life changing type of um, spike. It sure will be. And I can't wait to play Alan Wake 2 New Game Plus tomorrow. But Tim, tomorrow's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the Mom and Grab shops, where would I go? The official upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today. New Warhammer Age of Sigmar Realms of Ruin DLC is available, and Sonic Superstar Sonic Holiday Costume is now available. New dates for you. Guardians of the Home will be officially released from its 1.0 version on Steam December 14th. And then just in time for the festive season, Disney Games, in collaboration with developer Delala Studios, has revealed special new content for Disney Illusion Island, free for game owners. Uh, the Keeper Up update is set to launch December 13th for the critically acclaimed 2D platform adventure. You loved that game, Tim. Or liked I it did. a lot. Really, really excited for this to, to come back. Uh, I want an excuse to, to boot it up again. There's some quality of life stuff they're adding, so I'm pretty damn excited for this. And just another chance for me to say, hey, hey y'all, play this game. Hey, Disney Illusion Island is awesome. If you have a little kid, play with that little kid. You're going to change their life. Do it. We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and youtube.com slash kind of funny games to write into kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up uh, so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and listening on podcast services around the globe uh, when we weren't even to the halfway point of the show big bad beluga wrote in saying breaking news about free radical closing down can you calm the fuck down big bad beluga when we get to out today and we haven't done it, then you're allowed to be like, oh, you were wrong. You missed a news story. Instead, you just fucked yourself up for life. All right. I'm never going to forget this. And I'm not even going to read your next year wrong because now I can't, you can't be trusted. It's been deleted. Uh, Lanky Dragoon says Greg was wondering if Rocket League cosmetics will be available in Rocket Racing. This is already the case. If you have certain cars in Rocket League, they're available to use in Rocket Racing with more cars available in the future, in the future between the two games. Good to know. I'll have to link all my shit. Um, 
Asher Soto says the original Rockman was actually published by MTV Games. Uh, this may be related to why Fortnite Festival. Yeah, we're back and forth on what the name is. I, I've been trying to figure this out. EA handled the distribution of the instruments. So that's why their, their logo would have been on the box and shit like that. But I'm still confirmed. There was something with their mobile too. There's a bunch going on with the rock band, but I imagine too much baggage. Yeah. Um, Titan Meteor says one of the things Kojima said OD does not stand for is oxygen destroyer. The oxygen destroyer was a bomb used to kill Godzilla in the original movie. Kojima is a big Godzilla fan. Watch Godzilla minus one again this weekend with yeah. Andy Cortez. Oh my God. It's so damn good. Watch it in theaters. Y'all go out. And if you have 40 X around you, this one's worth it. Mm, I'll read this one, but it's from Big Bad Beluga. So, you know, you can't take it with a grain of salt. All right. For context. So not a year wrong for context. PUBG Mobile has been banned, unbanned and banned again across all of India, along with dozens of other big mobile games like Mobile Legends and uh, Honor of Kings due to tension with neighboring China. So there you go. Got it. Ladies and gentlemen. This has been another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Uh, of course, we're not ending anytime soon. We're going to do a super chat segment where Mike comes out to talk to me and Tim about your super chats on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games where you can watch the show free. But, of course, since we're starting a brand new week, there's a brand new set of hosts. Tuesday, it'll be me and Blessing. Wednesday, it'll be Blessing and Andy. Thursday, it'll be Blessing and Tim. And Friday, it will be Tim and Blessing. Remember, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Uh, you can get it on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games live. You can watch it later on YouTube. You can go to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, which really is what keeps the mics and lights on for our 11-person small business here in San Francisco. On Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, you can toss us a few bucks to subscribe and say you're doing a great job, and you'd get all the shows ad-free. You'd get the ability to watch the podcast live as we record them. You'd get uh, cool uh, exclusive shows and you could even get exclusive merch however i digress no bucks toss away no big deal like subscribe share and of course leave a comment and a review so other people can find us use the epic creator code kind of funny games and of course until next time no it's been our pleasure to serve you <laughs> ladies and gentlemen mike howard's here he's not dead mike howard everybody you didn't come in on friday right Okay, I I because you know I didn't see the content, so I'm not sure where you've been. I know you've been sick, sick. A lot, a lot of 100 to... thieve interviews going on from what I've heard. <laughs> Did you listen to Paris Lilly on the X Cast? No, of course not. Had a not. great interview. I, I talked to him down at the game awards. Oh you know yeah. I mean? oh, oh, yeah. Did you taller. tell him how great he was? I did. Yeah. Good, 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 good. He knows he's, he's a great guy. guy. Yeah. Comfortable here, really. <laughs> It got real quiet for a second. I was like, did we cut out? Let me just no. get He's getting comfortable to go through these YouTube super chats. <laughs> Good morning, everyone, and welcome to your Kind of Funny Games Daily post show with me, Snowbike Mike, and your two incredible show hosts, Tim Geddes and Greg Miller. We're back, baby. It's <laughs> Monday, my favorite day of the week. And after a week of being sick, there's nobody I miss more than Greg, Tim, Kevin, Nick. Roger. Well, that blessing. just means you like everybody. I miss everybody <laughs> so much. I was cooped up in that house. I was cooped up and I needed a break free. Uh, I am on the mend and I'm happy to be back. And I'm happy to jump into the chat with all of you. Of course, we had a great games daily to start off your week. So much to talk about. So, of course, you can get involved right now if you're watching over on Twitch. Don't forget, you can resubscribe at the tier one through three level or for free with Prime Gaming right now. Leave that resub message for Tim, I, and Greg to talk about. Or if you're watching over on YouTube, don't forget you can super chat right now with your questions, comments, and concerns so many of you already have. And before all of that, 
I got a really fun stream after this, and I got to promote it, Tim Gettys, because it's oh, so yeah. cool. We've teamed up with our friends over at Obsidian and Xbox Woo! for a dope-sponsored stream where we have created an awesome escape room inside of the new Make It and Break It updates where Tim, no, Greg, Bless, and Nick will have to escape my crazy Ooh. escape room. You guys don't want to miss out. It's a ton of fun, but let's jump in to the chat before we so do cool. all of that. Over on the YouTube side of things, Mr. Greg Miller, our first chat comes in with TJ Perry. $5 Super Chat says, I'll never forget the Amplitude demo with P.O.D.'s space. I raided Napster and LimeWire for months trying to download that very song. Who the hell's P.O.D.? We are, we are. <laughs> youth of a nation. Okay, we okay, are, we okay. are. What, what does P.O.D. stand for? Table on debt. Oh, not puddle of mud. No, that's a different. That'd be POM. A, That'd oh, be POM. <laughs> Who the hell's puddle Pable of mud? Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Who's puddle like of mud? They were out at puddle the same time. Mud. What the fuck was their song? Same people. Okay, thank song. you. She fucking hates me. Uh, she fucking hates me. me. La puddle la la la. Yeah, I remember that song. So good. So POD space amplitude. Greg, do you like amplitude? I never was an amplitude guy. Okay, no, okay. Tim, of course, loves amplitude. Tim, tell me all about amplitude. I mean, Amplitude's one of one of my favorite games of all time. Easily top ten, uh, maybe even top five. Uh, okay. But on PS2, it, it, Frequency was the first game, and then it went to Amplitude, and then mm. they remade or like put out a new a reboot on PS4, uh, and then it died. It, it is it's essentially Guitar Hero and Rock Band, but you're just using the controller. And, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you're, you're jumping between all of the different instruments. Oh. Uh, it's really cool. Oh, have you two jumped into the Fortnite festival yet? Yeah, we talked about this on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is awesome. Yeah, we like love truly so and honestly, I need it is more so songs cool. though. Well, you got to make sure to be buying the songs. And that's They're what, yeah, lighter, so just, lighter, sure just, lighter just popped you know I mean? up in here. Talk to me about this. So yeah. the deal is that. They're going to cycle all those songs out. And if I haven't bought those songs, I can't play the future of them. Isn't that right? Correct. Well, I'm sure they'll cycle them back. Yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah, 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 But, yeah. but so I'm only the, ever going to have 8 to 12. I'm not going to have like thousands. Unless you unless start buy buying them. them. So if you start buying Shit, them, the fuck. catch is, is you can play them. Your friends will be able to play them as well with you if they join your game. So if one of your friends wants to be the master of music, that's great. If all of your friends buy different songs, that's awesome. But, you know, they had a couple bangers. They got The weekend in there. Olivia Rodrigo. Fuck. Yeah, she's great. Come on. We Lady can, Gaga? We can get the fuck out of here. You're Who doesn't the love weekend? them? No, they're fine. Whatever. Oh, man. Save your tears, dude. The, Tim, the weekend like... to me is like the, they're like the evolved version of Daft Punk. Okay. okay. Where Daft Punk okay, was just fucking okay. modem noises, and then now you got this guy. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay, right, okay. I hate you so much. First off, Greg, Weekend is just just a single guy. <laughs> just, one band, off, just one man. Weekend band. also the did a collab album with Daft Punk. Wow. Right? Those vibes fit very, very well. Yeah, there well. you go. See, I okay. was nailed it. That was an insane statement, is right. You're really gonna hate on Daft Punk? Oh, I forgot. This is a fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. He does that. There's a couple of fun moments Such from this, right? I think oh it's very cool. I love that you and your friends get to dress up as whoever you want, yeah. right? Washburn's dressed up as Batman on the drum set, hitting the gritty in the background. Like that shit's just hysterical. I'm scared now. You got me scared. I'm gonna go buy a fucking you Olivia better start Rodrigo buying your right now. I don't like. want to fucking lose. But her. then on top of this, man, Tim, do you remember Fuser? And just how I awesome do. Fuser was. I remember Fuser. And then we threw that in the trash can because Twitch was like, yo, don't be streaming music. And we just said goodbye to Fuser forever. How quick yeah. that came and went. Fuser was a great idea, but yeah. what we're getting now is like, oh, I, I, I'm a little bit in disbelief. I'm kind of like, a, I'll believe it when I see it. And I've seen it. And I'm still like, I'm not sure I believe yo, this. Like, how, does this how is it real? The but racing is. is fun, too. The, oh, I love it. 
So, of course, my buddies, they're already figuring out how to get the guitar set up. So, you know, my buddy Kevin Asex, he's got the guitar set up already. Everybody's having fun. My, my crew, they're all in on this. The Fortnite Good. Lego stuff, crazy fun. We love that survival stuff. This is a must play. Fortnite, come on. Taking over. Continuing that. And did you see that maybe one day there was like people on the back end saying, hey, they were testing 3v3 basketball and possibly soccer. Big. So like imagine in the future we get like a sports update where all of a sudden you now have basketball and soccer to play. Oh, you know what? Come what? on. Fortnite, you crazy. I had a I had a thought yeah. the other day. Okay. And I didn't tweet. I'm going to tweet it right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's all he said. To me. So he it's said to me. It's, it's in line with it. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, let's go on over to Dear Sixlet, who writes him with the $5 super chat and says, Tim and Andy seeing Greg at the TGA reminded me of Feeney and Corey seeing Sean at the Super Bowl in that one episode of Boy Meets World. It's a great reference. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. Because it, it was like, even like, not only had I escalated and like gotten you guys so hype, and then your elation actually seeing me on screen. And then fucking turning on me like the jackals. <laughs> Whoever was on the camera, like working that yeah. magical stuff to have you of all people on that clapping. That was awesome stuff is right. That was amazing. Wild. Seychelles um, writes in. Hi, Seychelles says MVP. Mike is back. Glad to glad others held down the fort. Uh, you know what? The team did an incredible job. Uh, I missed out on a big week. You know, Tim Gettys was calling me. So I tell sorry. him every single day I was all uptight. It was a tough week to miss, but really great week. Because we had GTA, we had the Game Awards, we had so much fun stuff, awesome content all around from the streams, the Kind of Funny Games Daily and Beyond, Kind of Funny X-Cast, great interview with Paris, and of course, freaking Sketch from Halo Infinite, you gotta go check that out, people. Heroic Headgear writes in with the $5 Super Chat for the first time, hey Heroic, thank you so much. Been a lot of talk of Game of the Year, but what's been y'all's favorite character design of the year? Okay. Character design. Okay. What's your favorite character design of the year, y'all? Think about it. Think about that for a second. That's a nice ride in. That's a good little flip it. Flip it. Grip it, I mean, flip it, and rip it. There's a lot of suits in Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that's where I got drawn to, Ooh. too. I was trying to pull out of that. Though. I was trying Ooh. to pull out of that. Yeah. Uh, I like Sid from Final Fantasy 16 a lot. Okay. Okay. That's cool as shit. Okay. Final There's Fantasy. my tweet. The tweet's out. Over the weekend, it occurred to me mm. that Taylor Swift will one day be in Fortnite, and that made me insanely happy. Greg, Imagine being Taylor Swift. That, you want to, I will delete my other characters. Whew. You see, she's at the Chiefs game. I did see that with Come Baron on. Corbin. How much Bum-ass fun Corbin is this? Her. She's going to the football games, Tim. This shit is incredible. <laughs> this is a love story happening before our eyes, people. Uh, how do you think she's going to propose? I hope it's super Fuck, cool. It's beautiful, man. I hope she's out. Imagine this. Okay, I'm she's listening. out doing a show somewhere, not in America, somewhere outside the country, right? Big ass show, right? Having a great time. Who shows up? Travis Kelsey shows up yeah. on stage, proposes to her in front yeah. of everybody. Yeah, that Beautiful sounds pretty stuff. great. Yeah. They drive into the sunset. God, these well, two are incredible. Well, they're going to get a plane. Incredible. they got to come back to America. <laughs> God, these two are incredible. I love you so much, Mike. Uh, what other character designs do you got for me, guys? Anything else pop out to y'all? Uh, I'm going to say the redone uh, Mirren from uh, Star Wars. Oh, okay. Oh, Remember? yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah her outfit was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Nerd That's Confirm really writes call. in and says the whole cast of Hi-Fi Rush is great. Love Hi-Fi Rush. Love the T puns on all the T names are pretty great as well. Great writing. Yeah. Arturatron, the robo bartender, writes in. That's a great name. Excuse me. I try to fight it. With BG3 and AW2, 
an RPG or ass RPG. Right, stop fucking read it. Uh, uh, read not it. you, them. They're just abbreviating everything. With BG3 and AW2, an RPG ass RPG and a video game via art house film. Will this be a shot across the bow to publishers in major studios when it comes to their future plans? Tim, do you see the success of Alan Wake 2 and Baldur's Gate 3 leaning to PlayStation going like, we should make more weird shit? No, I don't. I think that it's more an exception. Just go away and don't come back, Mike. Go get out of here and die. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think that that the plans are already in motion. I feel like we're already at a point that a lot of teams are working on weirder stuff uh, that have kind of been allowed to do that for a multitude of reasons. And I feel like when you look at the first party studios at this point, like I imagine that a bunch of the Xbox upcoming stuff is going to lean into this a little bit more too, yeah. just because that's kind of seemed to be their, their vibe. Um, but yeah, I, I think overall it's, you can't look at these as success stories to copy. I don't think, because I think that they are, there's so many unique situations that lead to Baldur's gate three by larian being what it is and that is the fact that larian's just been in the background working on it making their shit that's what they did you know and i feel like with alan wake 2 that's a completely different story of like that game you know existing not existing maybe existing for so damn long and the fact that it actually ended up coming out and being as good as it was is like so damn impressive but i feel like that is the perfect storm of remedy building that talent over the last decade but then also having the slight excitement of building on a established franchise like alan wake and coming out with that sequel like it was an exciting moment when that was revealed and then for that it's all come out i just feel like it's a perfect storm of they've earned this weirdness in a way that i don't think other uh, teams can just pop out with something weird and this game wasn't good because it's weird and ea isn't going to want to commit to a weird ass vision that doesn't that could be really big or it could not do anything right Baldur's Gate mm. 3 could have done nothing and been as good as it is. It could have not hit. It could have missed its mark. It could have not had its audience. It could have been, if Starfield would have been the game of a generation Michael needed it to be for Xbox, I don't think you're, you're, you're talking about Baldur's Gate the same way, but Baldur's Gate came out and just fucking crushed it. And I think that that's lightning in a bottle in a lot of ways. And it's also not having a corporate overlord on top of you, right? So many people are, it's hard for them to stay out of each other's ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say a lot of people wrote in with super chat saying glad to have Mike back you killed him you know what I mean he came back for you and that's what happens I'm sick to my stomach you know what I mean Oren writes in and says do you think there's any hope for a return of DJ Hero I think this is it, this is it right like I yeah. imagine that they're going to keep if this keeps being successful which I hope that it will be, and I think that it will be. I think they're just going to add more and more to it, um, modes or whatever, and I think we will definitely see the mashups there. Yeah, yeah, we're so close to that already. Uh, Agreed with you, and yeah, DJ Hero, I don't think you'll ever see back with its little turntable or any of that jazz. CJ says, Greg, did you uh, tell Anthony Mackie how great Twisted Metal is? No, I didn't actually get get close to Anthony Mackie. Like I said, same row, but a chasm between us or whatever, you know what I mean? Naturally, naturally. Dude, season two, Greg. We're yeah, out here, did baby. The, did the little heart thing. I'm, I'm so, so damn excited for it. I keep saying this, but Twisted Metal was good on Peacock. Not saying it's the best thing ever, but it was at the very least good, if not great. And the finale was exceptional. And it perfectly teed up a cliffhanger ending that's like, I need a season two, but it definitely did not feel like a guarantee. The fact that we're getting one, it's going to be awesome. It's like we're left off at a place where I'm like, they're doing this. Cool. They're doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julian says, hey, boys, love you all to death. 
Question for Tim. With Final Fantasy Rebirth coming, I was wondering, should I play the OG Final Fantasy VII before Rebirth? To better understand the FF7 story, I played Seven Remake, but now I don't know what to do. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I mean, like, that's the thing is, like, you should play through Final Fantasy VII. It is uh, definitely a, a worthy uh, experience, even in modern times. I think that the best way to play it would probably be on the, like, PS4 version of the game. And, um, I actually don't even know if the other, if, I imagine that the Switch version and, and those have it as well, but you could speed things up. So it's like the gameplay can be like, I think, times three uh, speed, which just like can do the turn based stuff faster. I feel like that's like the right way because having to sit and wait, I don't know that it's necessarily worth it all. Uh, but story wise, I feel like if you're invested in, in Remake and you beat it and you liked it and you're excited for Rebirth, the more lore that you know, just the better I think Rebirth's going to be. I have a feeling Rebirth is where we're really going to start uh, going off the rails of like, what happened before versus what's happening now and how do they cross over? And so the more knowledge you have, I think the the better off you'll be. But I also think they're going to design it in a way that it'll probably be just as confusing to newcomers as people coming back because it's Square and they love that stuff. And I'm here for the ride. Live to die, says Greg. Are you going to the Cotton Bowl? I am not going to the Cotton Bowl, but I wish my Tigers well. Oh, God, here he comes. You got it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, you, okay. We're still doing YouTube Super Chats. The next one is Kuma Babam or Babam. You don't, would you ever go to a big old bowl game? <laughs> Please, I already have been. Independence Bowl. Don't worry No about way. It. You've been to a bowl game? I've been to the bowl game. Come That's on, awesome, man. Are you kidding me? Greg, how cool, man. He drove through the night. Walter punched his steering wheel so hard he broke his hand. Never forget. You know, What's I want a bowl game. God damn it, college Sam. football like so you know like uh when college football the season ends a bunch of different bowl games uh invite teams to come pl play mm -hmm. oh cool you know i once punched my steering wheel so hard that i broke um the piece that like kind of goes to your horn yeah. and so every now and then it would slip off and the horn would just go off randomly whenever it wanted to great sure. yep yeah that's that what mike needs that sucks that <laughs> like sucks. how ready are you for ea sports college football to come back i next can't year? wait greg i'm so excited for this you know it's yeah. gonna be a big deal especially with the new college football playoffs coming in next year yeah the teams it's gonna be so much fun the pageantry. Tim, you thought you hated me and Mike. Wait till we're playing college football every All day for a day week and getting long. a concurrence of 30 people. <laughs> Kuma writes in and says, Tim, can we get a quick review slash impressions of Godzilla minus one? Tim, you got 30 seconds on the clock. Give it to us. Godzilla minus one is very much the God of War 2018 of Godzilla movies. It is the Top Gun Maverick of Godzilla movies. I cannot believe what they pulled off and succeeded with this kaiju film uh it is easily the best godzilla thing i've ever seen i recommend everyone go out and watch it it is phenomenal the human characters are always the hardest thing to nail in a kaiju mm -hmm. movie and this movie does it effortlessly you care about every single damn character i've seen the movie twice now i would love to see it a third it is really really special it's really really good and uh, i hope that it wins awards because it it deserves it Shout out to my friends down in Australia. Scar writes in with the $5 Australian Super Chat. Says, glad you're back, Mike. Australia was worried. Shout out to my people down under. They rock. Aaron writes in and says, come to Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. Any kind of funny best friends that'll come, I'll buy you a drink. I love that. He's always love trying. It. Always, He's always trying. out here hustling. One day we're going to be there. Get ready for it. It's right. Nick drives some insane distances to do comedy. So I don't understand how he hasn't driven to San Diego to do this. Yet. <laughs> Here's a fun one. Uh, 
Divis Druid writes in with a $10 super chat and says, Josh Sawyer, of course, from Obsidian, if you know, you know, recently tweeted that he would make Pillars of Eternity 3 if given the same budget that BG3 got. Could a Pillars 3 with the same scope and depth as Baldur's Gate 3 have a similar success? Sure, of course. Of course. Right? I mean, yeah, you're yeah. talking about another fran franchise that's established and people know it and love it, so they'd be excited for it. And then, yeah, if it's going to be able to go through and do uh, what Baldur's Gate did, sure. But then it's going to be a whole thing about the PR campaign of how do you get people excited for this and how do you come out and nail this? And, you know, Baldur's Gate, like, you, the game, sure, amazing game. I'm not not trying to take away from that. It would have done big numbers with that. But again, like, what a masterful stroke of promoting a game. Having it in early access, the fans are playing it, they're part of the process, they're changing it, they're loving it, they're doing their thing. But then just to have that, what, a month before launch, do that big event in Belgium, right? And have it be, hey, yo, you can fuck a bear. And like all, all, everybody's like, what the fuck is this game all of a sudden? And then be off to the races on it. Yeah, I, I think that there is, I mean, there's so many things that go into making the success of Baldur's Gate 3, but I do think it being an actual Dungeons & Dragons property helped like in a way that it never would have before, but because of the rise of popularity of D&D &D and D&D adjacent things, like the critical roles out there and all of the different um, groups that do that have popularized it, I feel like there's a familiarity and um, a a love and support with open arms of D&D &D that just simply wasn't there when Baldur's Gate 2 came out. Um, so all of that adding up is just like, they just pulled it off where I don't know if um, Pillars would have that I feel like it'd be they sure. need a lot more lightning in the bottle to be able to pull that off. But they are talking about the quality of it, right? They were saying yeah. with the scope and the same and the same as Baldur's Gate three. I think if it, I don't think that's going to happen, but I think if it was able to do that, you could get something special there. A brown spot writes in with our final super chat. Of course, thank you all so much for being a part of the conversation. Says, isn't it wild how Idos Montreal, Idos, 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 Ubisoft, Ubisoft. Well, that's ubiquitous software, so Ubi. Ubiquitous, Ubi. ubiquitous. Ubi. No, no, you don't say Ubi. I like having fun. With it. You know what I mean, Tim? Have a little fun with it. Have a little fun. Genesis qua on it. All right, Guardians of the Galaxy won a game award, yet Insomniac hasn't. Also, Tim, do you have backlights on your TV? If so, which kind? I do, Hugh. Hugh. Hugh, Hugh, Hugh. Once you go Govi, though. Go Govi. I mean, at this point, I would not recommend Hugh to anybody. Damn! Like, what? All smart home shit fucking. They all oh. fucking suck, man. <laughs> too many too much ebb and flow of products and support viability right. well that is where we're going to end today's kind of funny games daily thank you so much for tuning in thank you for supporting the super chat segment we will be back right now on twitch with a fun sponsored stream and over on youtube a brand new stream is up you don't want to miss it you can even participate and jump in to our grounded playgrounds i'm going to tell you all about that in just a couple of minutes don't go anywhere goodbye